A lot of people have been, no doubt, coming across people in their lives that say, oh, I'm fasting. I'm doing a fast. And I've met some people that I work with, some colleagues are fasting intermittently here and there. And uh, I just wonder about, you know, the repercussions of fasting. Are they good? Are they bad? You can read a bunch of articles. But I just came across this article last night. And uh, it's, it says that scientists have uncovered a molecule that they say could s- serve as the fountain of youth. Now, I know a healthy, specul- uh, you know, a little bit of skepticism should be um, involved in reading this, but it could be the fountain of youth for the vascular system. And the molecule, which the liver produces during fasting or calorie restriction, can delay vascular aging by pre- preventing something called senescence. And uh, also, they say, can cause, um, can fight against accumulated DNA damage. How worrying is it that we're hearing more and more about, you know, uh, fasting being like the fountain of youth and the cure-all? And and is it? Well, so yes and no. So, you know, it's it's not a a new finding that that prolonged, and, and I mean very prolonged over the course of the years, and ongoing fasting can actually have a small effect on duration of life. So we have studied this before. We've seen that people who are calorie-restricted for, for the majority of their lives, we're talking about decades at a time, uh, tend to have longer lives. And one of the questions here is why. Uh, you know, the other question is, really, did that even matter? Because, uh, you know, when we've looked at these cases, the, the effect on lifespan was so minimal, and, and the actual effect on quality of life was actually quite significant. So most people would say that that was not an effective way to, to prolong your life because you would suffer for, for most of your life for a very small prolongation of your life. Uh, the kinds of fasting you hear about in terms of fat diets where people have intermittent fasting, that in general has not been shown to have any effect on lifespan. So certainly people who are considering you know, taking on one of these diets with the idea of prolonging their life, they're not going to achieve that. But what is interesting here is one of the questions always was, why do people who have this lifelong, decades-long history of fasting, why do they live longer? And so what this research says is maybe here is this chemical that the body does generate, this compound that's generated when we have very prolonged, very severe fasting, and we seem to have a mechanism for how it's making people live longer, which is that it stops our blood vessels from aging. It slows down the aging in the walls of our vessels. And that's important because one of the leading causes of death, of course, is cardiac issues and cardiovascular issues. So this is interesting interesting in that if we can start to understand this particular chemical and compound a little bit better, could it potentially be something that we could now turn into a treatment or harness for therapy without people having to starve themselves for decades for it to be at the effect? So, you know, this is very, very early. It's very hypothetical. It's, you know, really basic science research. Uh, but it is fascinating, and it is something that, you know, I don't know if fountain of youth is, is really the, the right way to describe it, but it is something that, that, you know, over the years, if we can start to figure out, is this potentially something that can be harnessed into a treatment without pr- really severe adverse consequences, and that's a big thing. We never know the long-term effects of turning something like this into a treatment, then it could potentially be quite interesting. What would you say to someone listening who is curious about fasting? Well, you know, I think, you know, curious is good, and curious hopefully translates to intellectually curious. So what I would say is do your research and go to reputable sources. So when you're looking into the the pros and cons of fasting, you know, it isn't all bad and it isn't all good. But when you're looking into the pros and cons of fasting, uh, don't trust a lot of what's out there. There's a lot of very false information. Go to reputable sources like WebMD. Go to the Mayo Clinic uh, website, which is quite good. 
look up what they have to say because then you're going to get a very good evidence-based picture of you know, why you might want to consider it and why you might be wary of it. So uh, you don't want to follow the Kardashians' uh, medical advice? <laughs> my, my typical my typical piece of advice here is never, ever listen to Hollywood celebrities when yeah. you're making health decisions. I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much, Dr. Belchetz. My pleasure. You have a great day. You as well. That's Dr. Brett Belchetz, our Global News Radio medical expert. I've been curious about the fasting situation and all the diets that people are taking on because I think, well... You know, I used to go for quite a a while in my 20s without eating breakfast in the morning, fasted for the majority of the morning. I always, uh, you know, was felt. Maybe I should try that again. But there are health risks, so it's good to have somebody that's actually qualified to talk about that. And good advice from Dr. Belchetz.